Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Hello and welcome to Travel Market Life. This is the Hotel Tech Clinic with Ryan Haynes as we explore some more of the technologies that are going to become center stage as we recover in the marketplace. Today, we're going to be looking at business intelligence and data with Apple Demirtas, the founder and CEO of Intelligent Hospitality. We're looking at the power of data, what this means in drowning in spreadsheets and silos, the difference between big data versus small data, and how to take strategic decision-making to a whole new level. Now, data has been renowned as perhaps, you know, the new oil. So how valuable is data? Well, joining me now is Apo. Thank you very much for joining us today, Apo. Um, so data's become big, essential, important. Everyone's talking about it. Even our cultural secretary here in the UK at London Tech Week. <laughs> yes said how important it was so um what is this a whole new age for the industry well i'm not quite sure if it, well it is certainly a whole new age for the industry is it a whole new age uh for the industrial world it's absolutely not it's just that the hotel industry is coming um pretty late into the play uh hotel industry is data rich information poor they have a ton of data they have all the data under the sun it's just that they have not necessarily figured out how to get the data out of the source systems and put it in, uh, put it through the process so it speaks to you in a lagging and leading fashion, right? Um, and their hotel industry needs a, a ton of help. Even the largest hotel organizations, if you go to their hotels today, they, they, they too are drowning in the CFXL spreadsheets. They cannot answer uh, some of the basic business questions if you ask them. Somebody would have to go into their office and, and crunch, quote-unquote, the data in, uh, in Excel, you, which is a manual uh, tool. And they come and tell you. By the time come, they come and tell you the uh, answer, it's old news already because business moves fast. So data, uh, the notion and the power of data has always been there. It's just that hotel industry is, is, is so far behind when it comes to really harnessing the power of it. I mean, you know, I, I've worked in the industry now for over 15 years. And I remember, you know, back then talking about spreadsheets and the need for them to be able to download and consolidate and blah, blah, blah. And I thought, wow, this seems like it's becoming a hell of a lot more complex than it ever really needs to be. And, you know, we've seen a lot of new systems come along now where you're not downloading spreadsheets anymore. You're not even seeing the actual numbers. You're just seeing visual representations of what the data is essentially telling you. Right. Um, why do you think um, hoteliers have taken so long to actually move um, from these spreadsheets into um, these more intelligent systems that actually do the crunching for you? Uh, great question. They haven't actually made that move quite yet, right? Uh, it's happening. It started to happen, but it's happening slowly. Uh, I'll tell you the reason why. Uh, it's, uh, just look at my background. I, I, I went to a hotel school. I have a vocational uh, diploma, high school diploma in hotel business. I have a bachelor's degree in hotel business. I have a master's degree in hotel business. When I started my career, I started as a page boy, right, at, at age uh, 15. And uh, so we, as hoteliers, we're 
uh, raised as quote unquote artists in our own domain, right? And uh, and we stay there. Uh, we become incredible operators, and and we become incredible PNL profit and loss managers, right? But when it comes to making decisions uh, based on a data driven insight, we cannot be any more feeble because it's not in our DNA, right? I can pull up a flambe card here. Put up this, uh, put up an incredible flambe show for you because that's my training, right? But what really misses in that equation, what's what's grossly missing in that equation is, is is that is that knowledge of business science and how it is applied in your day to day operation, especially commercially speaking, in hotel business. So for that reason, I went ahead and uh, did my uh, PhD doctorate in applied economics. And that was the only reason why I did that, because I was tired of being just an artist. I also wanted to become a business scientist in hotel business, right? That is the reason. So if you take a look at the evolution of, 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 of leadership uh, within hotel business, they start out as a, like I did, page boy or bus boy or whatever that might be, become uh, a food and beverage director or rooms division director, become a general manager, senior VP operations, and ultimately CEO, right? And uh, but what's really missing in that journey is that is that business science component. Now, uh, you look at companies like Hilton, uh, where they are bringing CEOs from outside of the industry. Uh, while that is a a a a, a step in the right direction, uh, the leadership underneath is not changing. Um, the leadership underneath is still are those that are coming from um, uh, again fr from the ground and 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 and. People are making their way up in uh, to higher levels. That is really the the reason. It's it's the it's the lack of uh, knowledge and lack of vision uh, in analytics and um, uh, and in business science. I think is is the reason why where we are today. I mean, you know, that in some ways that is the beauty of the hotel, right? That there is still a career ladder there, that people can still climb up the ranks, even if they haven't necessarily graduated from a university in hospitality. Um, but, you know, how much do people really need to be trained into um, data science and, 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 and uh, data analytics? And uh, how much do they need, like yourself, to have to go and do a PhD? You know, there, there must be ways of being able to sort of crunch this data and to be able to own that information without having to go through that very, um, you know, complicated process, I guess, for many people who may not have the necessarily uh, intellectual ability to do that. Right. So in that case, what you do is you don't necessarily need to master in those areas, right? You just need to have the vision. Um, you know, as a, as, a, as a leader, as a general manager of a hotel, you're a leader. As a director of sales and marketing, uh, at a hotel, you're a leader. As a director of revenue management, you're a leader. Um, as a CEO or senior VP of operations in a hotel organization, you are a leader. So you don't necessarily need to master uh, in, in data science and uh, applied economics like I did. What you need to do is really have the vision and go and find the right partners to help you in that journey, right? I mean, we're not expect, we don't expect people to become economists. We, want, we, we expect people to have the vision to really uh, think about how, you know, how they can act, harness the power of that data. Um, not necessarily uh, you know, always repeat what they've done, uh, but think out of the box and, and think multidimensionally in terms of making uh, decisions. 
that's what we expect, really. I mean, we, we, expecting people to go and go through the same uh, journey that I did is not reasonable. No, I mean, I was talking to a hotelier uh, just recently as we've been recording the new series that's coming soon, Hotelier's Voice. And, you know, one of the things that they've done is sort of implement a whole new property management system. And with that, TechStack that's able to connect to it. And now at 6.30 every morning, they're receiving, you know, all the data that they need um, in the spreadsheets that they need it in order for them to do the analysis they need. They no longer need um, someone to come in and compile all that data. But, you know, I guess this this needs to go one step further, doesn't it? Surely you don't want to be dealing with these spreadsheets, but you want to be able to react to this information uh, and, and make decisions on it. And that, so, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so what's the next step from that? Oh, that's excellent. That, I mean, you nailed it. That's exactly what it is. Right? So nobody should be keying in any information anywhere. Nobody should be using a tool like Excel. With all due respect to Excel, Excel was introduced by Microsoft in 1985. And we in hotel business work as if it is still 1985. It's mm -hmm. not. Right? We're in the 21st century. We've been to the moon in 1969. Right, so we're intelligent human beings. Uh, we need to create these uh, the, the, these tools, these software, uh, like we have in our company, Hotel IQ Business Intelligence, uh, so that it does all the work that uh, that you were you are supposed to do. In fact, it goes well above that, well beyond that, by using very unique analytics and 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 metrics. It does things that a human being cannot do, even with a tool like Excel. Um, so that's where the industry needs to be. And that movement has already started, right? Uh, but then again, it starts with uh, vision. We come across with hotel companies. Uh, they come and say, okay, well, this is what we do in Excel. Can you just automate that for us? But this is not just a matter of automating what you already do. This is about uh, taking you well beyond that, right? Um, Business intelligence and data analytics, this is not just about reporting. You're not reporting what happened in the past. This is also uh, intelligence and insight about leading information, right? That, and what that means is, is having robust predictive capability uh, that will actually guide you uh, into your future decision-making, not just purely based on historical information, but also based on future trends and, and activity. And one of the things is that, you know, data is in it has sat in its own silos for a very long time. Departments have handled their own reports, but we're at a point where you need to look at the business holistically. I mean, again, I was speaking to our hotelier yesterday and I said, so, you know, oh, you must have had a bad year for revenue. And he goes, well, actually, you know, our bookings have been pretty strong. It's a German hotel because you've had they've not been on any red lists, right, for most countries. So That's you've right. still got a lot of foreign tourists going in and out. And um, they said that they have made more money on ancillary revenues than at any other time in the past. And this has just been in two months rather than the usual four-month season. And it's because they've been able to consolidate all their reports and see what's happening throughout the business. And, you know, I guess that, you know, hoteliers now, they need that flexibility. They need greater agility. They need to see which part of their business is performing and where to put greater emphasis on that and whether they pivot and change as a type of hotel is what they are. I guess this, this gives you the, this is a power and the insight that it gives you. That's exactly right. Um, look, uh, as I mentioned before, hotel industry is data rich information poor. This is, that's, that's just an incredible phenomenon that we experience today. Now, the data that we have is again, not just historical, but also uh, forward looking. 
in harnessing the power of that forward-looking data and bringing unique uh, business analytics, business science analytics into it so that it actually guides you is really, really critical. Now, what you just mentioned about this German hotel company or hotelier, um, it's uh, they're looking at this in, a, in, in their rear view mirror. Imagine, imagine that uh, you actually know what's going to happen before it does. Mm -hmm. uh, and, 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 and again, that can only happen through the power of data, right? Um, uh, and so you talked about ancillary revenues. Now, knowing ancillary revenues, and there's a metric called room revenue multiplier, meaning that $1 euro spent on room, how much else is, how much revenue is generated somewhere else within the hotel is an important metric. But I, ima imagine that you understand that. Uh, by uh, at, at a very granular level. Imagine that you understand, uh, you know, what the room revenue multiplier is uh, for, uh, for 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 Brits, for Americans, right? For Italians, do Italians spend more while they're staying in the hotel than Americans, right? If so, in, within what room type? If so, within what length of stay? Do those that stay three nights spend more in terms of ancillary revenue than those that stay only one night? from a room revenue multiplier standpoint. So these are really, really important. And I've given you just one small, tiny example. Uh, really important metrics to understand. And at nine, in fact, even bigger percentage, nine out of 10 hotels don't even have that information. They have the data, Ryan. They don't have the information. That, that, I mean, it's, it's really interesting because I've discussed this uh, on a revenue management perspective for many, many years. But from a marketing perspective, it's also incredibly insightful. Who are you marketing to? Who's your most valuable customer? You know, who should you be bringing into the bookings and, 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 and targeting in your marketing campaigns? And to go back to the types of data here, there's two things that you mentioned was a difference between big data versus small data. Firstly, can you just explain the difference between the two? I mean, excellent question there again. Um, uh, we, uh, in the industry, a lot of people too, we just flock behind whatever the buzzwords are. And today it's big data, right? Everybody talks about big data. And technology companies, those that have never walk, uh, worked in a hotel a day in their lives, but they are technology companies, they throw all that stuff at hoteliers. Big data, that notion just uh, continues big time. And us as hoteliers, we're, uh, uh, you know, we're very trusting and we tend to flock behind whatever, uh, our, our, whatever buzzwords are of, the, of today. Now, uh, big data is, is, is heavily misunderstood by um, a lot of the hoteliers. When we talk about big data, it, we, we, we listen to what the technology companies are saying. So the, they throw everything at us uh, under the sun whether that is airline data, whether that is weather data, whether there is, uh, again, any kind of spending data. But when it, how do you take that all, right, and bring it down to a unit level and, uh, and have that speak to a hotelier? So just throwing data at hoteliers is not enough. Really, you need to have all the data elements and data pieces, which is the new uh, oil, as you mentioned before, uh, and have that really speak to, to a hotelier. You cannot do that unless you're doing that at a, small data level. So the key there is understanding uh, the power of small data and, and putting it, th it through process so that it speaks at a micro level. And then you roll it up from there. At that time, it becomes big data, really. So uh, I, uh, you know, I often uh, tell hoteliers that not to uh, really get confused with big data. Um, and uh, I, was, I was speaking with another hotel company the other day um, they're receiving all the airline data and they don't know what to do with it. Um, uh, and yet 
airline data is really not that critical. Air, what happens to airlines, for example, is just a byproduct of, a, of changes in the overall economy. When airlines start slowing down, you'll see that impact in your bookings anyway. Long story short, um, the focus needs to be on small data, not big data. You know, big data is important when you're trying to come up with macroeconomic trends. We don't play in macroeconomy. Hotels play in microeconomy. So you need to take a look at the unit, unit level activity. So for that reason, uh, I favor small data over big data. And now, Apo, I mean, this is something that I've heard you say a couple of times, actually. Um, it's like navigating a ship currently on a stormy night. Yes. Uh, before all of this, you had clear nights, you had the stars, you knew how to get to your destination, whereas now we've got no idea what we're looking up to. But even take that one step further, as you say, the difference between small and big data, that even on a starry night, which stars do you follow? Uh, if you're lucky enough to see the stars, that is, of course. <laughs> That's exactly right. I use that analogy quite often, and that's, I think, uh, it says it all, doesn't it? Um, you know, on a clear night, everything is beautiful, clear skies. Yes, you can find your way. You might find your way. You might get lost by looking at the stars to navigate yourself, or you can use a GPS to get to your destination. But right now, it's the stormiest night ever, right, due to COVID-19. What are you going to do? You cannot even see the stars. You need that GPS. And that GPS is a business intelligence software. And, you know, I was, I was actually having a conversation as well. I speak to a lot of people. Um, and I was talking to two friends of mine who run um, holiday rentals. They've got a farm. They've got three holiday rentals. And um, back in January, when I saw them, we sat down, they said, you know, what can we do to bring and, and increase our occupancy and revenue? And obviously went through the plan and COVID hit. Um, I had a conversation with them and uh, they've just said that this has been the most successful year that they have ever had. They have no idea what they're doing or how they're planning or how they're managing occupancy and rates. They're just taking each day as it comes. But as a real, as a business, that's quite dangerous because, as you say, you could end up en underselling, overselling, and, and, and this data really is able to put you, give you that forecast where you're able to flex with how the markets are really behaving. And I guess that gives you the insights as well from an operational perspective is, is making those strategic decisions on where to invest most within your particular property. That's exactly right. And a good example of that would be one of the hotel companies that we onboarded. It's, um, it's an entire brand, Woodspring Suites, here in the United States, 120-plus hotels, right? We literally on finished onboarding all of them right before the pandemic, right before it. And, um, uh, and, and I was uh, speaking with the head of commercial for that, uh, for that company. Uh, you know, he was uh, telling me that Hotel IQ, our software, has helped them navigate through uh, these uncharted waters and help them outperform their competition. He, um, before that conversation, he went ahead and uh, put a, a public post on LinkedIn without even telling us that <laughs> how they, uh, yes. And, and then I called him up um, to thank him to putting, uh, for putting such a post out there publicly on LinkedIn. And uh, the name of his company is Nationwide Hotels. Um, it's a it's a prime example of how I mean, this organization is a prime example of uh, how data, not just data. We keep saying data, but data is nothing. It's whole whole bunch of ones and zeros. Data is literally nothing. It, it is something if if you put it through a process, it speaks to you. Regardless, um, uh, it, it, this hotel company is a prime example. Nationwide hotel uh, management company is how 
of, of how uh, data-driven insight can really help you successfully nav navigate through some really uncharted waters. Well, Apo, thank you very much for explaining to us um, a bit more about business intelligence and the importance for that, particularly for hoteliers today. Uh, you're going to be joining us on the upcoming um, live uh, hotel tech clinic um, uh, event on the 6th of October, where we're going to be exploring um, business intelligence from multiple perspectives for ho the hotel industry with um, four other participants who will also be joining me uh, on these podcasts. So you know, do check out uh, the future episodes. And um, as I said, um, Apo, um, you run a company called Intelligent Hospitality uh, yes. with a, a product called uh, Hotel IQ. Yes, we do. Well, again, thank you very much indeed. Um, it was lovely to talk to you today. You as well. Thank you so much, Ryan. I appreciate the opportunity. Don't forget to check out more of our episodes on travelmarket.life. Uh, we've got uh, a whole series there for you looking at different technologies within the hotel space. And we're also exploring uh, the different sectors within the travel space. And uh, we've, we've just done a couple of episodes, uh, one uh, looking um, at um, trust uh, accounts, uh, particularly for consumer money. Um, and we've got another one coming up soon. Um, that is going to be our first ever magazine show where we're going to be talking about the airline industry and some of the key developments that have happened in the travel sector over the last couple of weeks. So that's Travel Market Life. My name's Ryan Haynes. Thanks for listening. Ciao for now. For more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Marcoms digital marketing agency production serving the travel and technology industries.